Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Suckers! I'm Kaylin Bell. I'm Dean Bell. And I'm Jared Haben. An iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of your favorite podcast, Suckers. As always, I'm Dean, joined by Jared Haben over there on the East Coast somewhere, and Kaylin, who's not with me, but in the same state. So explain that, why don't you? Just an hour away. I honestly thought Vail was two hours away, but it just took a quick hour to get here. Um, I'm on a girl's trip, Valentine's Day girl's trip, and it's been pretty fun. Um, Mm. It's four of us here, and we just went out to dinner last night. I cooked everyone breakfast this morning, set up a nice little pretty brunch table, um, on TikTok, there's like these dinner, dinner, uh, party girls. And I want to be a dinner party girl. I want to like host oh. people. I want to make pretty tablescapes. So this is my start. Well, that's great because I'm inviting people over to our house for Super Bowl, So you can practice on them. Perfect. Without yeah. a table. <laughs> yeah. No table and an empty kitchen. And I love a challenge, nice you know, everywhere. when yeah. are you getting a table? When he makes I'm gonna it. Build- I'm going to build this one. It's just, it's on the list. It's just, uh, oh, there's a lot yeah. of other stuff to get done before that. That'll yeah. happen. It'll happen before the end of February. That's the plan. If you yeah. set your mind to it, how long do you think it would take for you to build that table? Two days. If you, two days? About, about an hour. <laughs> he says that about every project. <laughs> I think that, everything. that this should be the compromise. Dean, you're allowed to have a Super Bowl party, have people over. Kalen will cook and do the dinner party, which would be great. But, in order for you to have your friends over for the Super Bowl, you, you need to have built the kitchen table yeah. by Sunday. I think that's no. a good deal. I like that deal. Here's the problem. We have to go to L.A. tomorrow, and I get back the next day, and he gets back on Saturday. Yeah. And um, I'm using a, a local shop here to use their tools, and it's kind of more like I'm on their schedule instead of— He's, he's an employee now. Uh, I'm an intern. <laughs> he's an intern nice. <laughs> Is this a paid internship? Yeah, I told him I would just like want to, sh- I would want to shadow him and just like kind of learn the tricks of the trade a little bit. It's actually some of my friends own like a wood fabricating business here in Carbondale. And they have this beautiful live edge slab that I wanted to use as a table. And I'm sure no one's interested in this, but uh, they have this beautiful live edge slab. I had this idea for like a waterfall table that I really wanted to build. And I just found this live edge slab, went into the shop and it turned out to be two guys I know from high school. And so they were just kind of going over everything with me and they were like you know by the way like if you want to just use our shop we you can use our cnc machine you can use our tools our they've got everything there and so caitlin's happy about that because it means there's less of a mess in the house which is really good i'm happy about it because it means it'll be more professionally done and i was looking at comps online for this exact style of table they're like fifteen thousand dollars which is insane who would i i mean people spend that obviously and if you have the means by all means go for it but I, I I want to spend a thousand dollars on this table, and that's hopefully yeah, how much it'll cost. But even that slab is a thousand dollars, which is crazy. Wood is so expensive. Yeah, wood is exp- well. If you think about it, it takes a long time for a tree to grow. Yeah, you just cut it down, and you're like, hey, be it should my be table, expensive. Please. So we stop cutting them down. I like it. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's enough furniture out there for people to re remake. Yeah. I'm excited for when you guys have to spend the $15,000 on the table because Dean uh, will just give up and not build the thousand. No, no, no. Wait, no, have you happening. seen his work? He's, oh, I'll, so I'll stand talented. up for him in this moment. He Thanks, is very Kayla. talented. Thanks, Kayla. And I only get better every <laughs> single time. Everything I do, it gets better by the next project. Um, but no, I am curious to see how this table turns out. I, I did talk to the owners and we might like work out a social aspect. And so, um, you know, it's not necessarily my dream to open up like a wood fabricating shop or a wood. It's my dream for shop. Dean. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be an interesting at like hobby to explore more, uh, like professionally, I guess you could say, but who knows, who knows if it'll turn into anything. Their stuff is so, so good. Um, it's Pika products here in Carbondale or maybe just Pika is maybe the name of it. So if you're in He's the area, starting his, uh, sponsorship now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so we'll see. And Jared, when you guys come visit, you'll hopefully be able to dine on a beautiful dining room table. I would love that. My So, Kaylin, when you want to do the dinner party, is there a specific type of food? Like, are you, you want to doing charcuterie boards? It's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm more uh, into, like, the tablescape of it all, like creating a very beautiful table with a, like, like right now I have um, a tablecloth, a runner, and then some tulle and pearls and bows, like bows everywhere because it's Galentine. So, mm -hmm. like, the decor behind it all. And then food that matches, I guess. Food that matches. Doesn't have to taste good as long as it matches. Yeah. Well, obviously. The most important thing is the matching, not the taste of the food. But the reason I bring that up is because it feels like you and Dean could create like something pretty cool, which would be if you wanted to go more into food, like you could be presenting the the dinner portion of everything, but then Dean could be building. The reason I say charcuterie board is because you could put the charcuterie board together Food-wise, mm. Kaylin, and then Dean could build these specialized charcuterie boards and sell them, and then you could sell Kaylin your talent of putting it together and making it oh, presentable to your yeah. guests. While There's Dean something there, like special charcuterie boards that people freak out over. I really love there, that. There is something to be said. Kaylin is pretty pro me getting more into like selling things for a profit. It does kind oh, of. She wants you to make opinion, money. That's sad. Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> it does. In my opinion, it does kind of take away from the appeal. Like it's just a hobby. I enjoy it, and I think if I wanted to start making money on it, I would. It would turn from a hobby to a job, which I don't necessarily know if I want that. I disagree because, sorry to interrupt. I disagree because you get to be so creative and you get to create new products every time. If you're doing something and it's the same, it would get monoton monotonous. But I think you would have fun with it. Yeah. There's also just so many more talented people out there that um, I don't think anyone everything. would really be that excited to buy any of my products specifically. Even when I went into their shop, they were showing me this chair that this, that he built by himself. And I was like, this is the most beautiful chair I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's like, yeah, I built that last week. And I was like, what? That's in, like, it's in, like they're talent. So they're so talented. And I just am not on that level. But, but that's why you're an apprentice right now. And you're going to learn from them. I'm and an then. Apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're necessarily on board with me being an apprentice or not, but yeah, for all uh, intents and purposes, I'm an apprentice. What exactly does an apprentice do? They just shadow. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Austin, my buddy about this and he was like, yeah, they'll pay you 20 bucks an hour to sand. And I was like, Oh, I don't really want to do that. I just want to like watch them work and see mm. how they do things. But Help anyways, them, yeah. um, that's, that's our dinner table story. So <laughs> no dinner table for now, but we are having people over for the Super Bowl. Quickly, who are you rooting for? I am oh, it's so tough. Kaylin, you go first. I'm sorry. It's the Chiefs and the 49ers. Hmm. Oh. Olivia Culpo's Olivia Culpo versus Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So who do you have there? I mean, this feels like an <laughs> obvious one. Yeah. It's got to be TS. 49ers. Wow. You're going against Taylor? Yeah. Because Taylor's won so much. J Travis has won so much. Everyone else needs a win. I mean, I couldn't yeah. agree more. Uh, but I view that more. Well, actually, I, I guess I don't agree with that because I'm like, I can't have Patrick win as many as much as Tom Brady. So yeah. I that's where I'm I'm rooting for the 49ers and I'm rooting for the 49ers hard because mm. uh, of uh, like, I don't like <laughs> just I, I can't have Patrick Mahomes catch Tom Brady. And be so young and catch Tom Brady. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, he's not, but what's, he's not going to catch Brady like by winning the Super Bowl, but it's just the long game. Another now step in like, the right direction. He's yeah. already got three. Like, holy shit. 
So he just needs to settle down a little bit. Uh, but obviously, I think the Chiefs are going to win because how could you yeah. possibly pick against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey too? Like it's just like those guys are so good and they rise up. They're just the modern day Patriots where they just win. Mm. They win. I also think the Chiefs are going to win. I don't know if you've seen this, but the the Chiefs are practicing on the Raiders practice field. The Niners are practicing on the UNLV practice field, and one's mm. way worse. And obviously, it's the Niners. And they were doing a lot of like pre Super Bowl interviews, and there's like a whole big like ordeal for it this year, which I don't remember it in years past. But I imagine it's like Pat, every year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat Mahomes is like you know he's a three time Super Bowl champion, been there so many times before. He's he's like I'm sure he's nervous, but not to the same degree like a Brock Purdy would be. And I just think that experience alone is going to mean it means the Chiefs are going to win. I I have so many friends who are Niners fans that like. I want them to be happy and I want their team to win, That's but nice. I, I don't know why I, I keep, I keep leaning towards wanting the chiefs to win. I'm not sure mm. why I'm a Broncos fan. I shouldn't want that. Yeah. Kaylin's grandma, our, I guess our grandma is a big chiefs fan. And so I, I just want, I just want everyone to be happy. You know, <laughs> real peace. I just, yeah. I, I can't envision a scenario where Taylor Swift is not like hoisting that Lombardi trophy. Oh yeah. I, my theory oh. is they're going to, the Chiefs are going to win. Kelsey's going to propose to Taylor Swift I was just on the 50-yard line. Too cheesy. But yeah. they are cheesy. Could you imagine the ratings, though? Man. Oh, my God. It would be. You don't think he'd come out on stage on her European tour and get down on one knee? I think the Super no. Bowl is bigger than one stop of a 50-stop tour. 100%. If he did that, if Ta- Travis Kelsey proposes, so if the Chiefs win and Travis Kelsey proposes after the game, it would be, it would might be, be the biggest thing in the history of the world. It would be one of the biggest pop culture moments ever. I hate it. I hate it. That makes my skin crawl. It's so cheesy. Well, yeah, I it's agree. Horrible. It would be the biggest thing of all time, and and not just pop culture of all time. And it's it sucks to say that, but it's so true. Taylor Swift, in my opinion, is the most famous person in the world. Travis Kelsey obviously is not quite on that level, but he's a he's a pretty good tight end for for a football team. And the the Taylor Swift fans and just like people that have followed along because we haven't really had much of a choice to just because it's kind of been shoved down our throats a little bit. It would be the most watched thing in the history of the world. And I am so confident about that, but I could be wrong. The only thing that would make it worse is after they propose, they're like, what are you guys going to do? And they say, we're going to Disney World. Oh, 100% they would say that. <laughs> I know. And, and, and I'm going to buy some Disney stock right now. Because I was about to if, say, I, I would actually enjoy that as a Disney fan. Be like, all right, <laughs> yeah. get some people down to Florida. Uh, oh, yeah. I was looking out the biggest pop culture moments of all time. Uh, and they're not like that. I mean, number two on the list, I remember vividly. And that's when Kanye interrupted Taylor's speech when he was yeah. like, oh, what's number one? Taylor already in one. Number one's kind of stupid, I think. What is it's it? It's when Dakota Johnson called Ellen out for lying about not being invited to her birthday party. I love that clip so much. So oh my be. gosh, it's so great. It's a great clip, but that's like the not biggest. number one. I don't know why my head, because we're talking Super Bowl, my head immediately went to Janet Jackson. Hmm. Oh yeah. I thought that would be number one. I think like, maybe like, remember like the egg, the Instagram egg? That was With a big Kylie one. Jenner? Oh, no, yeah. like it was just like, this is a picture of an egg. Let's see if we can get it the most like thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. And it became the most like thing in the world. It did. Yeah. And then I, for some reason, my brain is going to the Kim Kardashian, like popping the bottle but, of champagne yeah. onto her butt. Yeah. That might be up there. Um, but yeah, this, I think this would trump pretty much everything. Oh, uh, when Madonna and Britney Spears kissed. Kissed. Yep. When was that? Was that Super Bowl? Uh, no, it was at the MTV uh, Music yeah. Video Awards or oh, the VMAs. The VMAs. Dude, and then they cut to Justin. You probably can't. And then Justin's face. Oh, I remember that so vividly now. What a moment. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see. I guess, I mean, I'm excited. It it should be a good game. Are you guys sad that you're not going to be there in person? No. Uh, The only reason I'm uh, a little FOMO is the fact that it's in Vegas. And I love Vegas. Mm -hmm. Oh, you love Vegas and you never came to visit us? Interesting. Yeah, how convenient. How convenient (laughs) that we don't live there. You express your love for it. Oh, sorry. We had a baby. (laughs) <laughs> babies can have fun in vegas i do love vegas i should have came to visit i should have just went by myself be like ashley we're gonna record some podcast out in vegas i'll be back good luck with dawson no i do like vegas too i think it gets a bad rap but i do think uh at its core it's good good hole i'm sad that i'm town. missing it's ushers performing yeah yeah and You're- i there's like a conspiracy theory that justin bieber is going to come out on stage and that would just be amazing 
Mm. Worth it for well, me. Is there a conspiracy theory that Bieber is going to come out on stage? You know how people go on TikTok and they try to predict, like last year they tried to predict the exact set list of Rihanna and like, what's she going to open with? And people, like people mm. were blowing up on TikTok. They're like, she's going to do this and that. And, and so now people are trying to do that same thing. Uh, I thought there might have been like, oh, well, he was seen doing this and then he's going to be, he has like a show the next day in Vegas. I thought there might be like no, some uh, not, trail. Not that I've seen. People are just trying to be the one that, that pinpoints it, you know? I'm surprised there's no uh, rumor mill about Taylor popping yeah. up during the halftime I, show. Uh, do you guys know Daniel Tosh? He started a podcast and yeah, it's, it's Tosh.0. He is the man. pretty good. He was talking about the whole Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl thing and he was like, who cares about Usher performing? Like Taylor Swift literally could walk out of her suite, walk down to the field, grab the mic from Usher, and everyone would be way more excited for a Taylor <laughs> Swift concert than an Usher concert. Yeah. So, yeah. The, like uh, Usher, of course, great. You know, one of the biggest uh, pioneers in, in music history. But let's be honest, like, it makes me feel like the NFL can't get anybody from the halftime show, which is why they chose Usher. No, I agree because Usher has a Vegas residency or he just stopped it, but he had one. And usually the people who are doing the halftime show are like so big, like Vegas well, residencies to me, they're, they're kind of a little bit past their time. Like they're not doing huge stadium tours. The you know? only, the only Super Bowl show I really actually enjoyed, cause I'm not really a big fan of them typically was the one in LA like two years ago. The nineties one. Yeah. It like Snoop oh, came so out. Good. It was so good. I can't remember who else came out. 50 but Cent I remember- was doing the, the, the pull-ups. It was 50 Cent, Eminem, Snoop, Dr. Yeah. Dre, Mary J. Blige. So good. Kendrick Lamar. That was, was the only awesome. one where I actually sat down and I was like, I I don't want to leave. I have to go to the bathroom, but I'm not going to go to the bathroom because I want to keep watching this halftime show. Yeah, Normally we were I'm in like, LA, whatever. not there, but we were at a party watching it and everyone was glued to the screen. Like nobody spoke, nobody moved. Amazing. That's I the love, one I wish I was there for. I love they keep flashing back, uh, Dean, you'll probably know this, uh, to the Creed halftime show in the 90s. Do you uh, ever see clips of this? Uh-uh. Where like some guys on wings and he's flying around as they're singing "Take Me Higher" oh, and so people are joking like the best halftime show of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah, so we're excited for Super Bowl. I got Chiefs. Jared's got Chiefs. Kalen's got Niners. We'll see who wins. But like I said, just as long as everyone has a good time, that's all we really care about. Go yeah. sports. Go sports. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We miss you and Carmel. We I know. We got to hang out with Ben and Wells and Jason and... Chris. It was our first time really hanging out with Chris Harrison. And it was my first time, I'm pretty sure, hanging out with Lauren Zima outside of like an interview setting. Yeah. They were nice. They were fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lauren is just the sweetest thing. She's like the... It's like you're like, oh, she's the sweetest thing. Zima is just the sweetest person ever. She's always she's always happy. She's always peppy. She's always just energetic. She also like has such a good memory and and it's probably like the interviewer in her, but like remembers everything about you, asks pointed questions. Like she's she's very thoughtful. Yeah. I know. And I love Harrison. I love Harrison. Uh he's the man. But I always am like, I love Zima. Zima's, Zima's like, awesome. Lord elevates you, Chris. <laughs> oh, 100%. I wish that Chris changed his last name to Zima. Chris Zima. Yeah, Chris, Chris Zima. Zima. I like good. it. I've always enjoyed hanging out with Chris when he lets his hair down. Because typically we're used to seeing him in like a formal setting when he's yeah. hosting the show. Obviously, this is a long time ago. But I always like seeing him when he's like just kicking back and having a beer with you. You know, he's because he's just... He, he's not what I would have expected him to have been having just yeah. met him through him hosting the show. He's like a lot more laid back and chill than he's one of the guys I would have thought. Yeah. He's one of the guys for sure. He's definitely one of the guys. Yeah. I remember uh, the first time uh, I really ever got to spend time with him. We were in Ireland on my season of the bachelorette and I think it was a one-on-one date. So there was a bunch of, there was like eight of us just hanging out and then he joined us and it was the first time Harrison joined us and we we're like, Oh my God. Chris Harrison is going to sit down and have a drink with us. This is weird. And he was just so cool. He was like, he's like, you know what? The worst part of my job is (laughs) go what he goes for the next six months. All I'm going to do is talk about you. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds terrible, actually. (laughs) So he was, yeah, he was really cool. He is really cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was Carmel. Carmel was great. It looked like it was fun. That's all we got, really, I think. What, Jared, what's going on with you? How's Ashley's uh, pregnancy going? Uh, going well. She's feeling good. She's Oh, she'll be 16 weeks on Monday, which sounds like she's really far along, uh, which I guess she is. It's crazy. It feels like it's flying almost by halfway. a lot faster this time around. Yeah. Um, you know, because she's already almost halfway through her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's feeling pretty good. She's still nauseous and doesn't feel you know, obviously a hundred percent, but far better than her last pregnancy. Uh, Dawson is doing really well. Uh, he just turned two and we went down to Virginia to celebrate because my mother-in-law, Ashley's mom, uh, has the same birthday as Dawson. So we went out to dinner and it was really nice spending time with them and hanging out. And, uh, Dawson's been great. He's just been, I can actually hear him crying downstairs, which is ironic. Not that I'm just singing. He's, his so, praises. Great. he's so happy right now. <laughs> uh, but he's just, He's he's awesome right now. He's so much fun and he's um he's just remembering things like we'll be like, you know, he's learning things, which is so much fun. You know, he has different facial expressions. So we'll say Dawson show me your sad face and then he'll pout his lips and then we'll say Dawson show us your excited face and he'll show he'll open his mouth and be like and it's so much fun. Um, and he's just, he's, he's just, he's, he's grown into his own a little bit and, uh, he's, he's the most fun Ashley just walked into. Ashley's going to go get Burger King. She's obviously feeling pretty good. She eats fast food (laughs) twice a day, once a day. It's full survival mode. Cause I was actually just saying that she feels, you feel a lot better since you're, you know, other than your last pregnancy comparably. Was she a fast food person before she was pregnant? 
Oh yeah, we love fast food. But now it's fast food, not every day. Good God. I mean But yeah, she has fast food now at least five to six times a week. Sounds nice. I'm envious. No, no, it's not a bad thing. She's she feels very bad about herself. It's that survival gonna, mode. No, no. That baby's gonna pop out singing the BK jingle. And then he's gonna look back at mama and be like, You rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to Nick and Natalie. They just had their baby. Yes. Congrats to them. Congrats to them. Yep. New parents. Um, it was cool. Nick texted us uh, with a picture, which is really nice. River, River Rose. Um, she is beautiful. Wait, her middle name is Rose. Dean wants to name That's our baby. That's what I wanted to name our baby. Uh, her middle name. Uh, 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 oh. Uh-oh. I do think that I, I, I read a... Uh, Sherlock Holmes's sister was Enola. I think Enola would be a cool name. Debbie name. Enola. Yeah, Debbie Enola Bell, and then her initials are Deb. No, first of all, that sounds way too much like Ebola, and it makes no. me think of a virus. No, Enola. And the Enola Gay was an airplane used in World War II for a very don't name bad your event, kid after a plane thing. from World War II. It's a cool, <laughs> rule number one it's a cool thing. <laughs> rule number one. I know it was one of the planes that dropped an atomic bomb too, so maybe yeah. not the best. But he did name the plane after his mother, I believe. So, so yeah, that's we'll a great in the name. Maybe in the maybe yeah, column. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to name your kid? Well, I really want to name him uh, Seven Forty Seven, but I don't know if that if that's a good name or not. Uh, just call him Apache. Yeah. So uh, River Rose Vial, uh, born February second at nine fifty six, six pounds thirteen ounces. Um, so beautiful. It's a small baby. So, uh, six pounds thirteen. Yeah, I guess Dawson was eight, right around eight pounds. So a little bit bigger. Uh, that sounds like uh, my dream. I was boy. a ten pound baby. I think Dean was a ten pound baby. So I so am I. going to be boy. hurting. Shout out to our mothers, uh, because yeah. they gave birth to watermelons. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just so happy. I know that Nick's always been a dad and always wanted to be a dad. Um, so I'm very happy for them. And Natalie seemed to have done well, which is great. So very happy for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congrats Congratulations, guys. And on, on Bachelor Talk, yeah, should we do some justice to Sydney? Give Sydney a well, better name than what's being put out there right now. It's tough because... So Ashley and I, if you guys have been watching Bachelor... Sydney is clearly the villain of the season. Uh, I never like the person that goes to the bachelor and like it says like she's mean, hey, you it. know, she's the she's doing this and doing that. And so rule like you should never do that. Sydney did it. So I'm like, Shit, Sydney, why would you do that? Because so if people don't know Sydney from Bachelor uh, on this season, uh, I met Sydney. She's from Rhode Island. And when I opened Audrey's, she was actually doing uh, social content for another coffee shop that I spoke to the owner and, you know, gained some advice from about like what I should or should not do. And and then he was like, there's this this company and, and it's owned by Sydney and she does a great job for our social. And you should definitely talk to her because she does a great job of marketing your product. So I talked to her and she was great. And um, so I hired her to do our social and she did a great job and she's, you know, a little younger than us. She was, I think, 27 when uh, we opened, but, you know, right around our age and we got along and Ashley and her became friends. And and then Ashley, uh, like one time they were talking about her relationship status and she was 28 and single. And Ashley was like, you should, man, you should, I wish you could go on Bachelor. And then that's how this whole thing started, which, of course, now uh, has uh, it hasn't ended yet because Sid is still on the show. Uh, but of course, it's just terrible. And I feel horrible about what's going on. I feel horrible because it's the Bachelor means so much to me. The Bachelor means so much to me. It's given me more to my life than anything, you know, besides my parents, besides Ashley. But like in terms of just, you know, notoriety and, uh, financial success and just being a part of something like we're all part of this bachelor family that I love so much. And I'm sure that you love it as well. And so to see someone who we bring in and we're like, we like, that's so cool. You're going to be a part of this, you know, like a part of something so big uh, that not everybody gets to experience. And then to have them just have the worst 
experience ever to the point that I just want her to get voted off and forget this whole thing ever happened is really sad. And while like as a viewer for me watching, uh, like there are things that she did where I'm like, oh, she didn't do that. But it's hard because we don't see everything. And from what we've heard from Sydney, a lot happened that hasn't been shown, which makes sense. Of course, it's in, mm -hmm. you know, four days worth of filming that you have to narrow down into an hour and 20 minutes. But it's hard when nothing is shown or like from Sydney's perspective, nothing is shown of of why she's doing some of the things she's, she's doing. And what what the worst part is by far, and I was just playing you guys like, Sydney owns a shop in Newport and it's hard because I'm also a small business owner. She's a small business owner. She's a friend and we're going to try to support her in any way we can to make sure that she's getting through this time because it is a difficult time for her. People are calling her shop and saying the most vile, disrespectful, horrible things you could possibly imagine. I'm talking about like, I'm sure these words are going to be bleeped out. So it doesn't matter. doesn't matter, but I'll say them anyway. Like there are people calling her shop. She's played the messages for us saying that Sydney is a fucking and good luck with your shitty skank vintage store. We There was a guy that called. There was a guy. He sounded like he was from Boston. And he was like, I can only pray that my son doesn't marry someone like you because he'll be fucking miserable for the rest of his life. Horrible. And it's like you're Awful. a parent and you're, you're speaking like this to a young woman. And for, for those people who are wondering what Jared said, you can just picture Regina George writing in the burn book what she wrote about herself, and that is kind of what they're writing and saying. And, and even even worse, it's horrible. And I was thinking while you were talking, like people were villains on the show before, and at least they had a chance to go to paradise and redeem themselves. Mm. But we don't know if paradise is coming back. So it's like, it's going to be so interesting where people are going to go on the show and people are always going to remember them as this villain and, and they'll never have a redemption period, which is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me angry because I think we've all experienced from the show. Nothing is as good as it seems and nothing is as bad as it seems. But even with like quote unquote villains in the past, it feels like, you know, there's always been like you, you take sides, right? You see one side and you see the other and you're like, she's wrong. And then she's right. And I'm on this person's side with this. It just feels like even watching the episode, like it feels like Sydney's making this up from thin air. I don't know if you guys have mm -hmm. been watching, but she goes to Joey, which she shouldn't have done. She shouldn't have gone to Joey. She should have went to Maria because now I'm watching and now I'm invested, obviously, because I want to make sure I want to know what the hell's going on. But Sydney should have went to Maria and been like, listen, we need to talk about this. This is how I felt. This is what happened. But it feels like it feels like she's going to Joey and lying and just like saying that Maria, uh, you know, said I was a bully or called me weird. I forget exactly what Sydney told Joey. And then people are like, Maria never said that. And then it's hard because, of course, we talked to Sydney and it's like she did say that. And I'm like, well, mm. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to like. This yeah. sucks. You guys should have coached her better. I know, right? I mean, apparently. She watches the show, you know? It's like... And then also, I, I thought about that. I was like, man, maybe we should have, like, coached her. But then it's like, well, that seems horrible. Because then I, yeah. I thought about that dude who was on Michelle's season. Do you remember who had, like, notes upon, upon notes oh, of yeah. what you should or should not be doing on the show? And he got such for it. And it's like, well, we can't no. do that. Be yourself. I feel so bad because we literally told Sydney, just, like, be yourself, you know, just do what you think is best in the moment. And it's like, you know that in 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 Bachelor Bubble, like you can get riled up and really like yeah. hyper-focused on something. But like, I guess I just... That's all you can do is be yourself. Like you, there's no, no better advice. And I watch the show now thinking of back to myself as a 23-year-old who was so unsure of herself, who like was so malleable and like... I'm watching them. I'm like, don't do what I did. Like learn from my mistakes, like learn from previous mistakes. But you're not watching the show in the same way that when you're on it and, and looking for certain things, if that makes sense. Yeah. I just wish people, I, I don't care. Like, honestly, I'm Cindy's friend. I'm going to help her through this time and make sure she's okay. And, you know, try to support her and her business. People are leaving one star reviews on Google. I'm so sick of people doing that from That's reality TV. Up, yeah. Like, come on. 
I know it's saying that like the owner's hostile or the owner's <sighs> mean. And it's like, do you understand what that does to a business? Do you understand what yeah. it does to the employees, to the owner, yeah. to the community? Don't do that. Don't it's do that. It's terrible. It's Justice horrible. for Sydney and for people who watch Bachelor, I you know the ratings have gone down so much. I wonder if like the nice people who watch the show stopped watching and it's like it feels like it's just the mean people. Like well, the ratings watch the are show back with up open eyes. Yeah, it is. It is crushing it. But it's just like watch it with open eyes. This is reality television. You guys are just you don't know the truth behind what's going on. It's so frustrating. Well, and the frustrating part for me is is not necessarily like it's a show. It's meant for entertainment, and which is great. And like the things that happen, as we are products of, are very real. Like the relationships are real, the arguments are real, the conversations, the good things, the bad things—they're all real. But they're just like hyper, hyper, over the top because it's edited down, which makes sense. But my my thought is, I don't care what your opinion is. I'm not here to change your opinion. You know, if you think someone sucks on the show, that's okay. That's totally fine. But my thing is, do not. Why do you feel the need to call a store that a particular contestant owns or go on the Internet and write a review about a store that you've never been, you've never even seen or go on someone's Instagram and comment you like you're a nasty bitch? who like deserves nothing like the idea that these people feel so compelled and angry to go on there and just say or write the most hateful things boggles my mind. Like just, mm -hmm. just of course be like, Hey, that person's terrible. That person sucks. But like the idea that you're going to actively try to ruin this person's life is just so wrong. You know, I don't know. So that's, that's my viewpoint. I'm not asking people to change their opinion. I don't care what people think. Honestly, I don't. Um, I'm more so like, even Ashley, Ashley posted something on her Instagram story, uh, with a picture of Sid and then Jill, who's on, on paradise last year. Cause they're all from Newport and hang out and so on and so forth. And she said, be kind to Sid. Like, you don't know all the things that go on in terms of like the decisions that made this Sydney make the decision she made pretty much like the Genesis of it was like, just please be kind to Sid. People responded in droves saying, I don't have to be kind to Sid because she wasn't kind to Maria. I'm not going to be kind to Sid. And Ashley was like, I'm not just like, just don't say like horrible things under Sid's Instagram. Can we just like get to that point? Can we just get to that point? You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm probably going to get hate for this and people no, saying like, you're horrible, no. Oh, no, I, which is fine. But like the idea that people are going to be like, I don't have to be kind to Sid. I don't have to be kind to her. If people are unkind to you because you're asking people to be just truly be kind to a person or just don't be mean, I should, I should say mean. phrase it that way. Just don't be mean. Just don't if you mean. think something horrible, say it to a friend and be like, isn't like, that's what we all do. That's why we watch reality TV. So I could sit next to the person on the couch and be like, wow, that person's terrible. This person, oh, what a hideous dress. Like we just say things because it's funny. And like, we go on these reality TV shows and we're meant to be made fun of, but like, For sure. I guess I would never expect, and I think I've forgotten a little bit about how passionate, which is a great thing. Like it's, like I said, it's hard for me to even say these things because The Bachelor has given me more in my life than 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 so much. It's given me so much in my life that I'm so grateful for, and I feel so blessed to be a part of this experience. And so, like the idea but they can that give us stuff, and they still like, and and I think the producers will be the first ones to say like, you can't come out of this perfect. Like no one comes out of this perfect. No. Everyone goes through their whatever it may be. So we can love the show as, as much as we do, but still be aware of, you know, the hardships that come with it too. Yeah. Nothing's perfect. I'm not perfect. Nothing's perfect. I don't know. That's my two cents. But. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that everything you said is super valid and it's, just, it's, it's so interesting. I agree with everything you're saying, like have an opinion, but taking it a step further and commenting negative things, such mean things, calling and, and reviewing a business is, Maybe a step too far. Not maybe a step too far. It is a step too far. So it, it just sucks too because it's like anything that you say, anything that I say or anything that anyone says, it's not going to change anything, which is like the biggest bummer of all. It, it's like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. I yeah. just want to shake people. I'm like, what do you think you're going to get out of Don't cancel culture? Anyone. Don't shake people. I just want to sh shake my fists. What are you going to get out of cancel culture? Like, why can't we allow people to grow? And I, I feel like I say this all the time. It's so frustrating like you just want people to be done. You want them to be like wiped away. No one hears from them again. Is that like the purpose of this? It's crazy. 
I mean, cancel culture in itself is, I think, fine. I do think that like, what? I mean, I don't know, maybe not. I don't think I really know fully what, what it entails, but I do agree that like what Jared is saying about leaving reviews on a business because you don't like the way someone acted on television is crazy. And the fact that it's, it is hurting that business and its employees and, you know, the local economy to whatever degree it is. Like I see videos on TikTok sometimes where people are deserving of, you know, some flack and some, some recourse for what they've done. Nobody's above that. Yeah. It's just, it's not, not a good and place to said, be. Like if people like I've seen, I could, and when people post on Twitter or they're like, oh, wow, I can't believe, or they, you know, Sydney did this, or they talk on the podcast and recap it. And they're like, wow, Sydney was so in the wrong for doing this. And wow, this is crazy. I can't believe she said that. And this, that's insane. She was so wrong. That's one thing. But the idea that you like go to her business. Yeah. Call, write a one star review in, with the intent to try to hurt that business. Yeah. But that's what, that's what I think of when I think of cancel culture. I don't think of people saying like what you did was wrong. I think of people mm. taking it a step further and doing that as cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a miscommunication on my but part. I don't that's know. My bad. And like, just believe me when I say that these messages, they're just vile. They're vile. And it's just, it hurts me because no matter whether you agree with Sydney's decision-making on the show or not. What really, what really makes me frustrated too is like that person that left that voicemail or those people that are leaving those reviews for her business are going to completely forget about her in a week or two weeks, mm-hmm. but those reviews will stay for the his, yeah. however long the business is around for, unless she can scrub them. Hopefully she can, but it's like, it's such a, it's such a moment of anger or frustration or whatever it is. And you, you do something that has a much more lasting effect than just your frustration from seeing this character on television, you know? Yeah, just just from your entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From yeah. watching this character, this person, which is very, like, we're not trying to say the show's not real. The show's very real. Like, we're all experienced from, from the show. But, you know, just because something is real doesn't mean that you're getting the whole story of something, which is just true in life. Um, and so just... And again, like, I'm not asking you to change your opinion. I'm just asking you, please don't, like, seek out trying to... Uh, ruin someone's life. Yeah, yeah, ruin someone's life. Exactly. It's, I mean, that's really what it is. At the end of the day, they are ruining someone's life. At We're least how to. she knows it. Life as she knows it is probably going to be ruined for a little bit while her business recovers and her men- mental state recovers, too. It's like, there are people that are deserving. Uh, I, I haven't watched the show, so I don't know exactly the full extent of what's going on, but there are people that are doing actual bad things that deserve a lot more of your attention than this person on reality television, you know? So just kind of keep that in mind. And like Jared said, she's there for your entertainment. Clearly she's doing something right because I know. It, it's, she's got your, <laughs> she's, she's, got your attention. <laughs> she's got your attention. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I did watch the last episode a little bit, but I was kind of like in and out of it. So I'm mm. not really sure exactly what's going on, but the season has been good. Otherwise, like Joey's great. He's so yeah. cute and so handsome. And I just want to cuddle him every single time he comes on my screen. Everyone knows I'm a big Joey fan. So uh, I'm excited to see how it continues to to unfold. But yeah, I, at this point for Sydney, like I'm kind of, I, I just kind of hope she Gets out of there. Gets off sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I hope she leaves very soon. So mm. we'll see. Yeah, but um, anyway, that's gonna do it. Do you think? Do you think she's dangerous, Jared? Oh no, that was the other thing that I was talking about before the show about how Nick and I love him so much, but he was talking on the podcast and he was like, "Do you think Sydney's dangerous?" And it's like, "Oh no, can we just please?" Oh, that's God. dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, just like dangerous. Oh my God! She's I can't not dangerous. She's just made some mistakes. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, she's definitely not dangerous, and it just like makes me sad that I can't believe we're here. I cannot believe we're here, and it makes me angry because it's like I didn't do anything, and I feel stuck because I want to be there for a friend. It feels like I'm on a, in the middle of two opposites. Mm. Like the Bachelor's on one side, Sydney's on the other. And I got those like gray area in the middle. Not to say they're against each other, obviously, but it's 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 just tough right now because it's just a tough spot. It's a difficult spot. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to, I don't know, figure this shit out. Who knows? Anyway, how's your solo podcast going, by the way, you two? I'm having fun with mine. What about you guys? For me, I love talking about pop culture, but I feel like it's a lot of um, talking, which I'm just yeah. trying to navigate that. Well, no, that's kind of my critique of yours because obviously I, I kind of just sit there and, and bounce, you bounce words off of me um, as it, I'm so uninformed with all this stuff. But I do, every time you're talking about things, I, I know you have an opinion, but you don't want to speak negatively about anyone, which is great. It's a great quality to have. But I do feel like in order to talk pop culture, you kind of have to like, snarky and kind of mean some not mean but like you know what I mean snarky I guess is I'm figuring word. that out with my soul right now just do, having a, a constant battle you know with your soul yeah with my soul yeah and and it's yeah it's a it's a fine line to walk because you don't want to be a mean girl but you also kind of like you know part of the people part of the reason people listen to the podcast is to get your opinion on things yeah and you're not a, and you're not a mean girl like at the end of the day you're just not a mean girl you don't like to talk crap about people and that's totally cool some things, sometimes I just, you know, call someone you the B word. You a little? Call someone the B word. Tell, tell everyone how stupid you think what this person did was, whatever yeah. it might be. Personally, I just love talking about books. I could talk about books for hours and hours, but yeah. nobody's interested in that. So yeah, I'm working on it. There's a market for books. There's a book market. There's a book market. What's the last Somewhere. book you read? Or what's the current book you're reading? Um, I just finished... A Court of Thorns and Roses series. It was five books and I'm entering into an eight book series that is by the same author. And then I've got three more books of hers and then I'm moving on to something else. Are you in a book club? 
No, I'm trying to read 50 books this year. So I'm at seven. This is my seventh. Damn. Good for you. Thank we you. We should do a sucker's book club. Every month we read a new that. book and we have a special episode dedicated to talking about it. I would, I would love, love that. that. I, I have used to read a lot. So much fun Same. chatting with the people Not in my anymore. DMs about these books because they're so fascinating. Mm, that's good. Jared, how's your daddy podcast going? Good. I mean, I, it's just, I ramble and I hope it doesn't <laughs> sound so stupid. I just, it's, what comes to mind is coming out and just talking about parenthood and fatherhood and, uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, I don't I know who the hell good, listens though. to it. There's, there's times where Kaylin and I, like, we'll record this podcast and she's like, I just felt like I was talking so much. And I was like, that's literally the whole point of a podcast of is a podcast. to ramble and talk. Like, I don't want to put on a podcast and not hear anyone talk. Like the whole point of it is to just fill time with people talking about random stuff. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Maybe that's a podcast though. We should think about no one's ever tried that before a podcast where no one speaks. It could be nice. <laughs> And like we could call it the quiet podcast. So you just, mm-hmm. when you put that on, it's silence and you're just, oh, you get to breathe. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. a lot of parents are probably listening to that. I, like, bet I just want so, It's so funny because I bet you there is a market for that. And it's like the well, quiet okay. podcast. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like a podcast detox or something like that. Or like ASMR. It's just soothing ASMR. That's got to be out there. Yeah. We could just do a podcast of just us being like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and breathing mm. <laughs> uh, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Suckers be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less it's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.